Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope that you had an amazing week. We are coming up to the end of our time in New Mexico, and I got to say, I'm partly bummed because the weather here is so nice, but also partly very excited to get back to my routine because when I don't have my routines, I am so less productive. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to going home and sleeping in my own bed and making food in my own kitchen and all those great things. So anyway, this week, I am talking about follow-through, and I've talked about follow-through in the past, but I'm going to put a new spin on it, and I think something's going to blow your mind a little bit, because it certainly blew my mind when I first heard of this concept. Before I get into the episode, I did want to share that the ADHD Entrepreneur Program that I'm launching is going to launch the week of September 18th, and I'm putting it out there because (laughs) if I don't, I'm just going to keep kicking this project down the road. So the initial launch of this program is going to include a live component where I'm going to work with a group. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to look yet, but if you are interested in working with me directly, this means that you're going to get the program, but also my support, then definitely check out the link in the show notes for the podcast. I will also link to it in this Sunday setup so you can see it then if you want, but it's going to give you a little bit more information about what it is that I'm building and whether or not you want to get on the wait list. I know a lot of you are already on that wait list. You don't have to put yourself on again. I just wanted to seed a little bit more information as this program is becoming more and more clear to me. So on that note, let's dive into the episode. So let's talk about ADHD and follow through. If you have ADHD or you think you do, you are probably no stranger to the feeling of starting something new with excitement and enthusiasm, only to lose interest in it or get sidetracked before you make any real progress. This can be super frustrating for all of us, but the reality is that people with ADHD have a really fast brain, so we cycle through things a lot faster than the average bear. Now, instead of getting frustrated with yourself about that, it's so much easier to embrace the reality that you tend to cycle through things faster and plan accordingly. Just don't buy any expensive equipment until you've convinced yourself that you want to keep doing something for a long time. So that is an obvious solution to what can be a manageable problem. But what I want to focus on today is when we lack follow-through on the things that we really want to do, like the goals that we have, the dreams that we have, the things that we want to bring into our life that we keep thinking about and thinking about and sometimes take fits and starts of action, but never really get anywhere and never follow through on the intention that we have for ourselves and for our lives. If that is something that you struggle with and makes you very frustrated, then I can relate because I've been there in so many different scenarios. And today's episode is hopefully going to make you aware of what's happening there and how you can actually deal with it. So when it comes to follow through, there are a number of reasons why this can happen. I'm not suggesting that what I'm going to dive into is the only reason, but I think that it's a clear front runner and I've seen it myself and I've seen it in my clients. At the heart of the issue is our difficulty self-regulating. So self-regulation is our ability to monitor our experience in the moment and develop helpful self-generated coping strategies that will enable us to follow through on whatever it is we're trying to do. So for example, if there's a stressful situation at work and you have strong self-regulatory skills, then you probably have the ability to pause 
see what's happening in the moment, not get emotional about it, and think through the best way to resolve the situation. But let's say you don't have great self-regulation. Then what happens when you have a stressful situation at work? Your nervous system immediately responds by going into fight, flight, or freeze. So using this stressful situation at work, if your nervous system gets triggered, you're either going to fight, which means you're going to blow up at somebody you probably shouldn't blow up at, or you might flight, meaning you might leave and never come back. I've actually done that. (laughs) Or you might freeze. And when you freeze in the moment, what happens is you disassociate from what's happening in the present moment and you go inward to self-soothe because that's the only way you know how to cope with the situation at hand. So over time, if we use this example of a stressful job, what you might end up doing is continuing to go inward and disassociate from the stressor at work. And while you're disassociating, you might start to come up with some fantasies about what you'd rather do instead. Like maybe it's get another job or maybe it's starting a business because then nobody can stress you out. You'll have complete autonomy over your time and what you do and it'll just be so much better for your nervous system. So you start thinking about this business, right? And this idea just starts to sound like the perfect solution to what's happening in the moment. What's happening in the moment is that we're not addressing the current problem. Instead, we're escaping to an idea that becomes a self-regulating fantasy because it feels really good to think about that outcome, that point where you're going to have the business and it's just going to be awesome, but you're not paying any attention to the steps that you need to take in order to get there because you're not regulated enough to think about the actual steps. So you might take some action, like the fun stuff, right? That feels good, like coming up with the business name and the logo and the website colors But when it comes down to actually making concrete action towards this goal of starting a business, you never actually do it. You're somewhere stuck between procrastination and follow through and all you're doing is talking about it. And then over time, this self-regulatory fantasy starts to not feel as good as it did before because when it was just a dream, it was comfortable. But now that you've been talking about it for a while and people are asking you why you're not taking action... Now it becomes a little bit more threatening to your nervous system again, and you start talking yourself out of it. Oh, I don't have time to do this. It'll never work. Somebody's already come up with the idea. So you talk yourself out of that dream that you really want or that you think you want, and now you're wallowing in self-shame because you didn't follow through again. Now, if that situation feels familiar to you, then know that you are not alone. I have done that in a number of different contexts of my life. So what I want to do now is give you three clear warning signs that you are stuck in self-regulatory fantasy thinking, and then I'll give you a few steps to get out of it. So let's start with the first sign, which is you are clearly stuck in the ideation phase. So if you're thinking about a business, you might be daydreaming about these future goals without ever taking any concrete action. You don't have a way to create a realistic plan, which requires being present in the moment, understanding the obstacles and challenges that you're going to come up against and taking steps to move forward while navigating those challenges. You might be hell-benting on launching a business, for example, but you can't seem to get yourself to do anything related to starting the business or creating an offer or starting to promote the offer because you're stuck in this ideation phase and you can't move past it. 
The second clear sign is that you're only focused on the highlight reel of your outcome. So the outcome that you're thinking about isn't really thinking about the day-to-day challenges that you might be coming up against. For example, if you had a dream of being an international speaker and coach, but you're an introvert and the idea of being on Zoom calls or talking in front of people would just completely drain all of your energy, then you're not thinking about the realities of this dream. You're just thinking about the outcome of you flying around first class being loved by your audience. So that is a clear indication that you're stuck at the fantasy level and you're not getting into the granularity of what it is you're trying to do. And the third sign is that you see your future ideal version of yourself as your true and authentic self, not the person that you are today. Think about this in the context of weight loss. You will be worthy of love. You will be worthy of your own self-respect when you've lost the weight. You can't find a way to be present with your current shape and size and love yourself the way that you are because the way you are right now feels so uncomfortable that you need to project yourself in the future and see that future idealized version of you as being the authentic you. The same thing with the stressful job and transitioning into entrepreneurship. It's too uncomfortable and dysregulating to think about navigating the current situation that you're in and trying to fix it. It seems almost easier to blow up your current situation and start from scratch, which is something ADHDers have a tendency to do quite often. So if you're feeling seen right now, (laughs) know that you're not alone. So those are a few telltale signs that you are self-regulating with fantasy. But what do you do if you are there? How do you get past it? The first thing I want to say is if you've noticed this about yourself, then that is half the battle. Self-awareness is the first step to actually making positive change. If you don't know that you're stuck in that cycle, you'll continue to spin in it until you do become self-aware. So now that you are aware that you're in this cycle, rather than you know shame and blame, have some self-compassion. Know that this is your nervous system trying to protect you and that's all it's trying to do. So what do you do next? The first thing is to get really real with yourself about what it is you truly want. So when we think about this situation with a stressful job that you're willing to blow it all up and start a business just to get out of that stressful situation, you want to be very clear about whether or not you're thinking to become an entrepreneur because that is actually something that you want to do or are you thinking about doing that to escape your current uncomfortable situation? Because I'll tell you, if it's the latter, that is a recipe for disaster. I would never recommend that somebody leave a job to become an entrepreneur without an idea of what it is they want to do, who they're targeting, and having the support and planning in place in order to start that business. Because the reality is that entrepreneurship can be a way more dysregulating <laughs> than the majority of jobs out there. So you want to be very clear about what your motivation is. And if it's just that you want to get out of that situation, it doesn't work, then you might want to look for a more healthy way to respond to the stress, look for ways to eliminate the stress, or look for another job. So that's just being very honest with yourself about what you want to do next. And once you know what it is you want to do, you got to create a plan around it. So this is where executive function really has to become a part of your process. Planning can be very difficult for us. Strategy and creating steps that we need to follow through on. So you might need to enlist some help here, whether it's a coach or a mentor or a therapist or just somebody who you trust to help you move through this planning process. 
name your goal, put your stake in the ground. This is where I want to go and have somebody walk through that process with you so that you can create actual steps that are going to move you towards that outcome. And then the next thing, and this is the hard part, you've got to embrace messy action. So this is the point where you need to get over yourself, right? You need to get over that nervous system dysregulation that is keeping you frozen and not able to move forward. So if you're terrified to launch your business and promote it uh, on social media because people are going to see you and judge you, then that's true. They will see you and they probably will judge you. And if you are somebody with ADHD and you struggle with rejection sensitive dysphoria and perfectionism and black and white thinking, then those things are going to be really tough. So the next thing that you need to do is have the proper support and accountability in place. Somebody who knows what you're dealing with, somebody who knows ADHD and somebody who can have compassion for the situation that you're in, somebody who can see your potential and also support you when you are feeling dysregulated. And one more note on the planning process, it is really important that you are setting goals that you know in your heart you can achieve. It is great to have big aspirations. I love big aspirations. But if your goals for where you want to go are in any way questionable as to whether or not you have the skill, resources, or desire to move forward on them, you probably will not succeed. Research shows we attain the goals that we believe we can actually do. If you do not believe that you can do it, you won't do it. That's a Henry Ford quote, I think. And then the next step is to just rinse and repeat all of that. Stay to your plan. Keep taking messy action. Keep leaning on support and accountability to keep you moving forward and following through. And then the last thing I would recommend is to celebrate your wins and your failures. You've got to celebrate your wins no matter how small and you've got to celebrate your failures no matter how painful. And it's important to acknowledge this. I've talked about it before because this is what changes your self-identity. It wires new neurons together that helps you to believe that you are a person that follows through on the things that you want to do in your life. Also, when you celebrate your failures, I'm not talking about wallow on them. I'm talking about celebrate them. You are celebrating the fact that you took action. You took messy action. It didn't work out but you followed through. That's what you are celebrating, not the outcome, because very often the outcome is beyond our control. So those are the five clear steps that I think anyone can take to move themselves out of this cycle. I hope that this discussion has in some way created clarity for you in an area of life where you are struggling to follow through and given you some tools to get yourself out of that procrastination cycle so that you can go after the things that are meaningful for you. And if what you are desiring to do is to start a business, then I definitely encourage you to check out the program I'm developing. Again, link in the show notes and will also be in the Sunday setup this uh, Sunday. So if you're not on my email list, you better get on it. It'll just give you a little bit more information and you can get on the wait list. And that will help you with this cycle of procrastination and lack of follow through if you are finding yourself in the cycle around starting a business. So on that note, guys, I hope you found this helpful and I will see you next Friday. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.